Welcome to Reverend Femi Akela Ministries International, a place of an encounter for a total turnaround. Psalm 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Get ready for a fresh dew from heaven. But before then, let's take this heal.
Now, Reverend Femi Akinola. When last did you preach to somebody? Begin to think about it now. One of the ways you can give God pleasure is to talk to somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask again, when last did you preach to somebody? Every one of us, we are just about, I want money. I want to travel to Malaysia. I want to travel to Singapore. Everybody is just about, I want to marry. Everybody is about just, uh, I want to make money. But who is talking about the Lord Jesus to people? I'm asking again, when last did you preach to somebody? When last? Today I'm going to be teaching us on how to lead somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said there is joy in heaven for one sinner that repents. If there is joy in heaven for one sinner, then how much more the person that brought the sinner to Jesus? If the Bible says... And when the time shall come, he said, and the Lord shall say, well done, my people servant. I want to ask you, what would God tell you well done for? It's not about the house you built. God will not tell you well done for marrying. I hope you know. So you're not answering me. You have 24 children. God will not say well done for 24 children. What do you think God will say well done for? It's one, one of it is that you say life of somebody. So today we'll be looking together what I tell you, how to lead somebody to Jesus. If you are still here with me, shout a big hallelujah. I studied and I noticed that 6,316 people die every hour all over the world. 6,316 people die all over the world every hour. Now, I want to ask a question. These people that are dying, where are they going to? Now, we have a covenant that we are not going to die. But let me tell you, some people, their time will come even before the age of 70 or 80 and they have to go. But my question is, where are they going to? Are they going to heaven or are they going to hell? So together we are going to be looking. I'm going to be showing you step by step on how to lead somebody to Jesus. Everybody open with me. John chapter 3, verse 3. Um, uh, you are going to read all the scripture with me. Every scripture I'm going to read today. We shall be reading them line upon line and precept upon precept. Some of you want to talk to somebody about Jesus, but you don't know how to start. Abby, now I will teach you today, and it shall be recorded that I have taught you. The songwriter says, Anytime you see me talk about Jesus, He's our owner of my soul. Anytime you see me talk about Jesus, He's our owner of my soul. Help me, somebody. He's a owner. He's a owner. He's a owner of my soul. He's a owner. He's a owner. of my soul. I was in France and I was about to cross from France to Belgium some years ago. An immigration lady would not let me rest. And she started with, I love your wristwatch. Thank you. I love your shoe. Thank you. I don't know what was pushing her. And I've not seen where an immigration would leave her point and came to meet me again where I was waiting to board. And I knew I had to preach to her. God did not give you your beautiful face for nothing. God did not give you your shape for nothing. God did not make you fair or black for nothing. That your white teeth is not for nothing. When you show me compliment that, sir, you are handsome, I start to preach to you. When I catch you, I preach to you. When I catch you, I don't talk nonsense, sir. And I'm going to teach you now. 
when we meet in heaven, how many stars with your, with your crown? I just don't want to go to heaven like a houseboy. I want to get to heaven again and be celebrated. I want to pray for you if you will say amen. You will make it to heaven. Not only you, and you will carry people too to heaven in the name of Jesus. Over with me, John 3.3. 3. So I knew how to preach to her. So I asked her three questions that I'm going to teach you today. When you want to preach to anybody, three questions. Three questions. You're not preaching religion. You're not preaching church. You are preaching Jesus. Somebody help me say Jesus. Jesus. Why, are you not, why are you afraid to say, say somebody say Jesus? Jesus. So I asked her the first question. I asked her the second question. By the time I asked her the second, third question, she sat down. And within 15 minutes, the immigration woman was kneeling down and was praying. I said, people will see you. You are weary. She said, no, I don't care. I want to make heaven. And if it was you, there's opportunity for you to have a white unibo, white girlfriend. But no, I don't need a girlfriend. I need a friend that will go to heaven with me. I was in Ghana, and the person that was on my passport, and the woman started talking, and I said, Madam, are you in Nigeria? She said, no, no, no. I said, have you seen Nigeria? She said, yes. I said, good. I see a blood of Nigeria in your body. You have been disappointed before, but the Nigerian is coming to marry you. She said, all men are dogs. I said, okay, fine, no problem. All men are dogs, no problem. They are dogs because you have been a man tester united. No, no, man tester. I talked to them yesterday about man tester. We're testing all men. And I said to her, can I talk to you for three minutes? She said, go ahead. In three minutes, I started talking to her. Three minutes. First scripture, second scripture, third scripture. By the time I finish, she left the place where she's going to the bathroom. I said, you have to pray with me before you go. I pray with her, and today she's born again. I want to tell you that the best thing you can do is not to be a world toaster, but to be a world uh, saver of, to- of souls. Will you join me today in this? I'm not hearing. Will you join me today in this? I'm not hearing. Will you join me today in this? Some of you want to preach, but you don't know what to say. Abby, uh, hey, I'm going to teach you what to say now. I and John, my younger brother, when we finished secondary school, Anything, I don't have anything to do with board the uh, uh, car. Now we start preaching to people. And I remember we bought the car going to Jodu. And in the, in the month of that day, John started and said, You preach, I will be interpreting. And she started and he started. A car son, you know, I said, Good afternoon in this car. I paused. And I said, We brought a good news for you. And all of a sudden, John blank. We had to run out of the motor. We didn't stop. We went again and again. Until we met a man. He was a pastor before. And he changed from pastor to Islam. I told you this before. And this man engaged us for six hours. Telling us how bad and Christian, how bad and wicked Christianity is. John was preaching. I'll be praying. I'll stop, I'll stop preaching. He will be praying. And all of a sudden the man broke down and said, I want to serve God, but Christians are bad. I said, when you go to the market, who do you face? The person you are selling market with. Among my people are the wicked ones. And that was how we were able to restore this man of God back. Let us imagine we didn't restore him back. What would have happened? So a few days later, we were going there to ask of him. They said he died yesterday. Last week, last weekend, two people that I know, I know them very well, died. One was a younger brother of Pastor Maxwell. He just died. This boy is 32 years or 35 years. I want to ask you, where is this young man? Another man, he was with us in Jericho Howard some, some months ago. And as of last weekend, he has gone to rest. I want to ask a question. Where are they? 
where are they? I said, Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? I personally. I will be ready. John 3 3. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord shall come. I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready when the Lord. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So please read with me one more time. Let's go now. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see. When a man dies, he's going to either heaven or hell. Are we there? When a man dies, he's going to go to heaven or hell. Heaven is the place where saints will rest. Heaven is the place where we'll meet with God. God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Having fellowship with them and singing and worshiping. The Bible made me to understand in John 14 verse 2 to 3. And Jesus said in my Father's house, there are many mansions there. And if it were not so, I would have told you. And the next word excites me. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. Hey, when he comes back again, you will not miss him. I receive you to myself that where I am, there you shall be also. If you are here with me in the church, can I hear a big amen? Amen. Heaven is a place where we spend eternity for the people that serve God. For the people that accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Why is this message coming now? I don't know. I tried my best, but I couldn't. And the Lord said, tell these people, they should go into the world and talk to somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus will come anytime from now. Every sign of His coming has been fulfilled. Matthew 24, from 1 to 51. You will see that all the signs have happened. The only remaining thing is for the trumpet to sound. I want to pray for you. You will not serve God and be a loser in the name of Jesus. Heaven is a place. Prepare for the saints. Matthew 25, 23. So he is good and faithful servant. The Lord said, enter into the joy of your Lord. Can I pray for you? This will be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Revelation 21, verse 4. Heaven is a place where all tears shall be wiped away from their eyes. From our eyes, from my eyes, from your eyes. There shall be no more death there, no sorrow, no crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things are passed away. So when you die, you either go to heaven, but I have just defined to you, or hell. Hell is a place of torment. Hell is a place of pain. Hell is a place of regret. Hell is a place of shame. There is so much prayer in hell, but the prayers are no longer answered. Hell is a one-way avenue. There is no coming back. When you go to hell, you cannot return back. I pray for you. You will not end your life in hell in the name of Jesus Christ. This was not the amen you used to say for money. 
I said you will not end your life in hell in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether they taught you this song. When I was born, they used to sing, Heaven is a wonderful place filled with glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face. You don't know it. For heaven is a wonderful place. Hell is a terrible place filled with shame and pain. I don't want to see that ugly face for so which one do you want to go? Eh? Heaven. You are saying hell, 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 heaven. Hell. <laughs> hell is a place of separation from God for eternity. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 8 to 9. Follow me. I'm still going to show you how you are going to do that. This is just for a moment. It's about said in flaming fire. Taking vengeance on those who do not know God. Can you imagine? So hell is a place of vengeance. And on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, oh God. So hell is a place of the, where God will now show the people that do not receive Jesus or the gospel the way of death and pain. He said, these shall be punished with everlasting destruction. Let me pray for you and myself. You and I will not be punished with everlasting destruction in the name of Jesus Christ. Hell is not prepared for you and I. Hell is prepared for the devil and his angels. Check the Bible, Matthew 25, 41. Matthew 25, 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left, Depart from me, you are cursed, into the everlasting fire, not your portion. Prepare for the devil and his angels. So, that place was prepared for the devil and his angels. Somebody say, not for me. I need to hear your voice loud and clear. I need to hear your voice loud and clear. So, hell wasn't made for you. It was made for the devil and his angels. God has made provision. He has paid for your sins. That is why you must not go to hell. Hospital 3, 18. For Christ also suffered for sins. The just for the unjust. That he might bring us to God. It is the will and desire of God that no one should go to hell. Somebody was telling me, they said, if God is a loving God, why should we prepare hell? God is a loving God, but we have people that will not hear what? The Bible made me to understand again, Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4, God desires how many men, all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God desires all men to be saved. God does not want mankind to perish. And it's our duty to preach to them after we are saved. Somebody say, I hear you. Second Peter 3, 9, the Bible made me to understand. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Did you see that? So Jesus wants you to go into the world and tell somebody about the Lord Jesus. Because when somebody dies, either goes to heaven or hell. When I hear somebody die, my first question is, where is he now? I want to ask you, where is your uncle now? If your father is dead, where is your dad now? If your mother is dead, where is your father now? If you die now, where are you going to land? Heaven or hell? Don't deceive yourself that this world will not come to an end. I was preaching to somebody close to me in the office on, on Friday, and I was telling him, do you know rapture will happen? And he said, God forbid. I said, Why? He said, he doesn't want rapture to happen in 100 years. I said, why? He said, because of the chaos. I said, once you rapture, you don't know the chaos, you're gone. He said, no, 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 no. 
He wants to enjoy life. I said, you are not born again yet. It's either rapture will happen or you die. Everybody will die one day. Whether you have covenant of life or you have covenant of life for 200 years. The covenant of life on this altar. <laughs> and daddy and she will not die. Before he dies, he will see. Who told you? So my eyes is so see person I want to die. I reject it in Jesus' name. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. And that's why he's calling every man. He said in Revelation 3 20, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, what happened? I will come. What a wonderful Savior. He doesn't force himself on anybody. Other religions, they force themselves on you. But Jesus, no, he's not forcing himself. He said, if you open the door, I will come in. If you don't open the door, I'm there. But now let me say this. One person must go and preach to the people. Everybody open now. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. We are getting near. Romans 10, 13. When he calls me, I will answer. When he calls me, Romans 10, I will answer. When he calls me, I will answer. I'll be somewhere walking for the Lord. I want to finish it quickly. I'll be somewhere walking. I'll be somewhere walking. Romans 10, 13 to 15. Look at it. For whosoever, help me somebody, shall call upon the name of the Lord. What will happen? Let's continue. But how then shall they call on him who they have not believed? Continue with me. And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings of good things. Somebody help me say amen. Get your pen and paper. How to lead somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll be somewhere walking for the Lord. Lord, I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere walking for the Lord. I'll be somewhere. I'll be somewhere. Are you ready? It shall be recorded that I have taught you. And when daddy has never taught us how to preach to somebody, how did you toast your wife? I'm asking. How did you persuade your children when they are saying, I'm not going to do this? How did you persuade your husband when he said, I'm not going to do this? So I want to teach you now. Anytime you meet anybody and you see that the person is not in the hurry and you sense you have to preach Jesus to him or her, the first thing to do is to ask for permission. What does it should do? Ask for what? Any response? So, any response? So, ask for what? 
everybody. And if you don't answer me, I will carry my altar very close to you. Ask for what? You have to ask for permission. And you say something like this. Do you mind if I ask you a question? And you'll be eager. You say, ah, yes, ask me a question. Your first question is this. If you die tonight, where will you spend eternity? That's the first question you have to ask him. If you die tonight, where do you spend eternity? That's the first question. And I want you to begin to do it this night. But when you see somebody with Bible, it's about to enter his church, you know, say, wait, in front of his church, they will drag you in. Don't go talking to anybody, no. If, it, if the person tells you, um, I don't even know, I don't even know where I'm going to go, then you've got to preach and share the plan of salvation with the person. But if the person tells you, I know God. I know God. I know God. And God knows. If the person tells you, I have no other God except Jesus, congratulate him and move on. Don't start there and start preaching that you come to your church. It's bullshit. This world is not about church. It's about heaven. Somebody say, I hear you. The second question. If you stood before God and God should ask you, why should I allow you to come in here? What would you say? If the person tells you, I don't even, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure I can stand in front of him. I'm not even sure I will make heaven. Then you have to preach. But if the person tells you, I have no God except Jesus. Jesus is my father. By the blood of Jesus, I'm going to enter. I'm going to enter because I have no other person except Jesus. Congratulate him and let him go. The third question. Are you still here? If person is telling you I'm a good person, ah, I'm a good person. When I get there, God knows I'm a good person. I'm not like them that go to church. I even pay my tithe and offer in the church. Preach to him. Don't let him go. Number three. The third question now. Do you mind if I share a few scriptures with you? Don't tell him I want to preach to you. Do you mind if I share a few scriptures with you? Now, I need to demonstrate this. Uh, give me your Bible. When you want to preach to people, thank you, don't go with your iPad. All these scriptures I'm going to give to you now, look at me. Bookmark them. You are starting from Genesis or John. From John, bookmark the next place you are going to go. Do you understand me or bookmark? Put something there. So when you live here, you can just go there. So that you don't be saying, I'm coming. I'm coming. It's a very serious issue. He will leave you. Okay, if you are going to make him start responding with me. Are you here? If you are here, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. So let me give you like five scriptures that you will share with him. Number one. Number one. Are you ready now? Begin by telling him or her that all have sinned. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. I repeat again. Begin by telling him or her all have sinned. Romans 3 23 says, 
all have sinned. You are not dealing with me again, no. And fall short of the glory of God. Look at me now. Everyone look at me. Okay, I'm talking to this brother now. Don't say to him, you are a sinner. You are a sinner. No. You have to say, all have sinned. Everybody, including myself and you. Are you hearing me? The reason why people don't listen to you is because you are judgmental. You attack them that you are going to die. You are going to die. Who told you he's going to die? You might die before him. And you might meet a preacher before he dies. I heard of a woman, a witch, powerful witch in the Jabode. Witch! Five minutes before she dies, she started preaching to people that I've seen Jesus now. Jesus sitting on the right hand of God. He started preaching to all the priests in Jabode. Uh-uh. Who preached to this woman? Maybe Jesus preached to her. There are exceptional cases. So don't jo- go judging people. Romans 3.23 All have sinned. Everybody, including your pastor, your reverend, your bishop, and have come short of what? The glory of God. The Bible says, that's what you are going to be saying. If the man tells you, the man tells you, I don't sin. I'm a good person. You will tell him, all of us we have seen at one point or time in life. And listen to me now. You lie. I lie. We don't our parents. Hello. Do you see? Be diplomatic. He will say, okay, okay, okay. That's true. That's true. That's true. Are you catching him? Are you catching him? Will you practicalize this thing? Tonight, and the Lord will go with you. Once the person accepts that it's true, it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes nobody wants to accept that he's a sinner. So don't confront them with their sin. And if you are here, you are very good, a good uh, seer. You see, even last night, God is telling me that you committed immorality. Then you have dem- caused demarcation. He will tell you, you are lying. Which proof do you have? And you have gone offline. So just say, all have sinned. We have all lied before. We have all cheated before. We have all disobeyed our parents. We stole meat in the pot. And you say, oh my God, not true, not true. A pastor went to a valley and they met people smoking. Met people smoking. And he collected the cigarette from the man. And he sat with the cigarette. And the cigarette was burning. When all the other boys saw that he was holding the cigarette, everybody started coming in. Ah, Papa with cigarette. Before they knew it, all of them, he preached to them. 24 in Obalende. 24. It's all over the news. I want to pray for you. I see so many stars around your crown too in the name of Jesus Christ. Proceed to the next one. Romans. Romans chapter 6 verse 23a. The wages of sin is what? Death. The wages of sin is death. When he hears death, he's going to say, ah, death. Yes. Now you explain to him the meaning of death. There is a spiritual death and there are physical death. Don't forget. Proceed to the next scripture, which is number three. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 23. Don't forget, you don't have time. You have just three to five minutes. It is appointed unto man to die once. And after this, judgment. Are you still with me? How did we start? Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and have come short 
of the glory of God. Is it not true? Is it not true? Then I said, the next one, the wages of sin is what? Death. Then you now proceed to the third one, Hebrews 9.27. For it's appointed unto man, you tell him, you and me, to die once, and after that what? Judgment. If he has so, I'm going to be judged. He said, all of us, we are going to stand to be judged. He said, but if you don't want to be judged into eternal perdition, now you proceed to Romans 6, verse 23b. The gift of God is eternal life in Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Jesus has paid for your sin. You say, hey, so all my lies and he said, Jesus has paid for them. All my yahoo yahoo, Jesus has paid for them. All my wickedness, Jesus has paid for them. Really? Yes, Jesus has paid for them. Are you following me? I'm not hearing you anymore. Are you following me? He said, am I sure? You proceed to the next one. Fourth scripture. John 14, 6. That is why he's telling you, I am the way. The truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other. Or God, just know how you can be saved except through this Jesus. For there is no other name given to man under heaven whereby we must be saved. You tell him, eternal life is a free gift. All you just need to do is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You don't have to pay for all your sins. All the things you have done before. All the witchcraft, the killing, the rituals. You don't have to pay. Jesus has paid. You see, yes. Jesus has paid. If you are still with me here, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Then you move to Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And he or she will ask you, you mean if I call on the name of the Lord now, I'll be saved? You will be saved now. Should I continue? So, your only responsibility, you are still talking to him, is to accept him now. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many that receive him, help me now, he gave power to become sons and daughters of God. Then he will ask you, how am I going to do it? 1 John chapter 2 verse, chapter 1 verse 9. 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. For if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. You will stop there. At this point, you will ask him or her if he's ready to receive Jesus now. I have used this and it has worked for me for several years. I was going to travel by business class. I don't let anybody rest there. Especially when they greet me. I will be sitting down. Judge, you greet me. Once they greet me, I say, hello, hi. That's how I was going to start. Sometimes I'm reading my book. They say, ah, you have just been reading. You are not talking. You want me to talk? You want me to talk? 
six-hour journey. You want me to talk? By the time I start. I want to pray for you. May God be proud of you in the name of Jesus. Now, please listen to this. At this point, I say, you ask the person, are you ready to give your life to Jesus now? If he tells you, yes, and you are on the street, don't tell him to kneel down. You now carry the Bible on his head. Don't do that. If he kneel down, fine. If he doesn't kneel down, don't do it. So if he is telling you, please, I need to accept this Jesus now. Say this simple prayer, Lord Jesus. Come into my life. I have sinned against you. I ask for forgiveness. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Help me to live for you forever. In Jesus' name. If the Bible tells you, no, I'm not receiving your Jesus. Don't go yet. Tell him. Can I still pray a prayer with me, with you? Just a simple prayer. If he tells you yes, then pray this prayer. Ask for his name. Let's say the name is um, um, Philip. Lord Jesus, the heart of the king is in your hand. The heart of Philip is in your hand. Please touch him and save him in Jesus' name. Amen. My friend, when we were in secondary school, said there was no hell. He's a pharmacist now in Switzerland. And he told me we were in the SS2 and he said there's no, there's no hell. So I said, you said there's no hell? He said, yes. I said, no, pro- that's no problem. Give me your hand. And he gave me his hand. And I said, Father, Lord, my friend Larry said there is no hell. Please show him hell. And let him know that you exist. In Jesus' name. He said, Amen. We left. The next day, he didn't come to school. The third day, he didn't come to school. The mother came to school and said, they wanted to arrest me. Yes, I said to you. They say you are the one that prayed that my son should see hell. He said, all his body is hot. That was how my friend gave his life to Jesus Christ. So I told the police, you don't need to take me home. Take me to, you don't need to take me to police station. Take me to his house, to the house. But I said, Larry, you told me there's no hell. That's why I prayed for you. And I prayed for him again. And Larry is born again now. Now, let me quickly say this before I round off. Some of you, you have this opinion and um, this belief that Jesus is not the way to heaven alone. Have you? Everyone answer me. Some of you believe that uh-uh, only Jesus cannot be the way to heaven. Some of you believe that uh, what happened to all the Muslims? <laughs> What happened to all the people doing Enkanka and doing all of these things? You never halau. No other name like the name of Jesus. You've not heard it before. There's no other name through which man can be saved. Somebody was asking me, a pastor said, Pastor Femi, does it mean that Muslims here? I said, I don't know. But you know. You know. That's why Matthew 24 says, The gospel shall be preached to all men, and after that, the end shall come. Somebody will say, I didn't hear. No, you have heard. Now, if you have done this, and the person pray with you, please don't forget, follow the person up. If he's a man and a woman, look for a man to hand him over to, and let there be a little follow-up. Call him occasionally. Uh-huh. Don't go to his or her house alone and encourage them in the Lord. 
Somebody say, I hear you. The blood of the people you are to preach to is no longer on my neck. I have taught you today and it shall be recorded. As good for you, not as evil, in the name of Jesus. Anywhere you get to now, start talking to people about Jesus Christ. It's either they stay with you or they run. Light and darkness cannot work together. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here now? Then ask the person, do you really believe in the prayer you said now? If you say yes, then tell him you are now saved. Congratulations. I want to quickly say this before I drop the microphone. If you have a question, I will take your question. I, Olufemi Akiola, I don't want to go to hell. Eh? What did you say? I said, I, Olufemi Akiola. I don't want to go to hell. Say, say your own, let me hear you. I can't hear you. Let me hear you. Matthew 25, 23 says, And the Lord shall said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. All this thing you are doing with your fine face, there's nobody you will not toast. Why don't you begin to bring people to the Lord Jesus? All I've done here now, have I preached church? No. Have I preached religion? No. Who did I preach about? Jesus. If the person I ask you, can I come to your church? Ask him, where are you staying? If he's staying far from the church, no. Tell him to go to a church around his house. So that he will not be, he will not be tired. Except you are ready to finance him. If fortunately the person is, stays around you, ah, I will come and pick you. I want to pray for you. God will give you good cars. Say, God will give you good cars. God can so bless you and you will have a boss that you will be using to bring people to church. Uh, the people begin to say it's oppressing people. You are not oppressing people. You are oppressing demons. You preach to them. Boss will carry them, carry them. You bring them to church. Ah, it will happen in the name of Jesus Christ. And maybe you are here and you, see, you are still doubting. Somebody was telling my mother, I said, but they have been preaching this thing when we were small. Until today, Jesus has not come. He not going to come. Hey, hey. Please, let me ask you now. How many of you believe that Jesus is not coming? Let me see your hand. How many of you believe Jesus is not coming? How many of you believe that Jesus is going to come? Are you sure? Okay, good. Now that you are sure, I can say this. Matthew 10, 28. Jesus said, when teaching people, and fear not them which can kill the body, but fear him is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Let me give you ten reasons why I don't want to go to hell. Number one, I don't want to go to hell because hell is a real place. They pray in hell. They cry in hell. Uh-uh, I don't want to cry. I don't want to go to hell because hell is a place of torment. Luke 16 verse 24. My skin is too sensitive. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Has fire burnt you before? <laughs> I don't want to go to hell because it's a place of regret and disappointment. I don't want to go to hell because there is no love there. There is no God there. there Jesus is not there. It is who that is there. I don't want to go to hell because there is no rejoicing there. 
and I love to rejoice a lot. I don't want to go to hell because Jesus will not be there. I will not hear his voice there. I don't want to go to hell. What about you? I'm trying to remember the song. It said, No part of hell, no scheme of mine can ever snatch me from his hands. Till he returns and calls me home. Let me put it on the television. Here in the love of Christ, I stand. Let me sing it again. No scheme of hell. No scheme of hell. Can ever pluck me from his hand. Can ever pluck me from his hand. Where is he said? He calls me home. Here in the power of One more time, please. Okay. No power of hell, no scheme of man. Why are you rushing? Can ever blow me from his end till he returns or calls me home here in the power of Christ. Church, I want you to say, No power of hell, let's go. No power of hell. No scheme of mine can ever blow me from his hand till he returns or calls me home here in the power of I'm not thinking we say, let me hear you now, yourself alone. going to go to hell. Whatever that will make me go to hell, I'll the Bible says it's better to cut off your hand if it's not going to make you go to heaven. So it's better you walk with one hand if he wants to block you. If a relationship wants to block you, it's better you cut it off. If you have made a mistake, you better find your way back to your maker and savior. When the rapture happens or when you die, where will you go to? You know what? I have preached this to you now. Irrespective, you are looking for money or business. It is no longer on my neck that things. It's no longer on my neck that you are not preaching or that you go to hell. You will not even go to hell. No power of hell. No scheme of man. No scheme of any man. That ever blown. Me from his end Till he returns Till he returns Or calls me home Or calls me home Yeah it's a Christ I stand. 
Are you blessed with today's message? If you are blessed, let's give Jesus a big clap for you. Some people are too big to clap for Jesus. I'm seeing you. Hallelujah. Please rise on your feet as you pray. We are going to pray two prayers. We'll pray for ourselves and we'll pray for the others. Let's pray for ourselves that Lord, whatever that will take me to hell, remove it from my life. Whatever that will take me to hellfire, remove it from my life. If it is friendship, if it is relationship, if it will take me to hellfire, Father, collect it from me. Open your mouth and pray. Collect it from me. If it will take me from hell, collect it from me. No power of hell. I am not going to go to hell. I'm not going to hell. In Jesus, never pray. The battle of your soul is a battle of heaven and hell. You will not go to hell. And the next one, Lord, if you need a man to preach the gospel, I am present. Anywhere I find myself, Lord, use me to propagate the gospel. Use my voice. Use my money. Use my beauty. Use my personality. Take my life and let it be consecrated to thee. If you need anything, I'm available. I'm available. Say, thank God, I'm available. My dear, you are not praying. I'm available. After all, I have no other God except you. I have no other God but you. I have no other God but you. I have no, I have no other I have no, I have no, all the that for you have done, no, you have done what no man has you will do. Father, we thank you. The God of heaven and earth. 
the God that changes not. Our God, our maker, our creator, our counselor, our healer, our helper, our provider. We thank you for today. What will man give us that you have not given us? You gave us life. You gave us breath. You've given us all that pertain to life. We thank you because what we don't have, you are going to give them to us. It's just a matter of time. We worship you, Jesus. Please accept our thanks. Every boy, every girl, under the sound of my voice, we shall make it back to heaven. Whatever that will take us to hell. Father, please take it from our hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm not hearing you, sir. Whatever that will take you and I to hell, Father, take it from us in the name of Jesus Christ. Every secret sins, every indoor sins, in your life, in our lives, Lord, I pray, we are dropping them now in the name of Jesus Christ. Empower us, Lord, to be a vessel in your hands, a clean vessel in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for answering prayers. We will not leave from church to hell in the name of Jesus. And anybody here that has made covenant to be a son, a daughter of perdition, today we break the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so very much. No power of hell, no blessed by this message, visit our website at www.femiakelaministries.com. You can follow our service online this Sunday on Facebook at Central Wonders International Ministry and on YouTube at Hebrews Ministry. You can follow Reverend Femi Akela on all social media platforms for daily prayers, prophetic words and declarations on Facebook and Twitter at Reverend Femi Akela and on Instagram at Femi.Akela.12. God bless you.